Star Wars sessions. Probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. The Star Wars sessions podcast. Part that he loves a good Star Wars session. Absolute legends of Star Wars sessions. This is the way. This is the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is when fun begins. Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me here as ever in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there, he does have great hair, it's Master Blywalker Luke Bly, how are you sir? Oi, oi, Savaloy. Yes, yeah. matey boy. I'm, I'm good, mate. I'm good. good. Drove back from Birmingham this afternoon. Bro. Nice weekend with the fam up in there. Long drive home, but it was great. Do you know what? The fun facts, for, especially for the British lis- listeners, which about, according to stats, about 40% of views are, um, I used the M6 Lads. toll road um, today for the first the time. First time? First time. Yeah, man. Yeah, never I, had to use it before. A few times, I think, on the way back to to and from Wales, or at least on one of the journeys, anyway. But you know, I've had to use that. I I, I loathe paying a toll. I know it was like seven pounds, mate. Seven pounds to use a motorway. It yeah. was a nice motorway. It just reminded me of France. Like when you, you ever motorway. driven around France before? France is actually an EU country. I haven't driven around. No. Mate. I've been driven in France, but I've, I've never driven it. it. Well, yes, same actually, same. same right? In France, in France, there's like this toll roads everywhere, everywhere. It's just, but they're really nice motorways. So um, Give there us we go. The Euros motorway, motorway sessions. Yeah, come for the Star Wars. Stay for the motorways. Stay uh, for the geekery. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, Matty boy, how how are you, mate? What's going yeah. down? What's the crack? Uh, I haven't been on any motorways this weekend, but I'm doing okay, my friend. A nice, chilled-out weekend. Uh, saw the Famalam this weekend and caught up on some films I've been meaning to catch up on. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. mine has been mm. an exceedingly sort of mundane weekend, other than seeing a family. Other than that, not much catching up on sort of bits and bobs where I was where I was under the weather for the last week and a half. Um, it's little things like rearranging stuff, bit of cleaning, sorting some of the old drawers out. Boring, mundane household housekeeping. Stuff, stuff, if you don't, if you don't do it, it builds up over time. Yeah, it, mate. So you know, oh, I got is. that. I know how it is. Yeah, nothing too exciting, mate. But uh, I know how I'm glad it is. You had mate. a good weekend, bro. Well, listen. I know you did a really cool thing for your own website. What I watch tonight. Co.uk. Matty boy is a certified film critic. He's a great one at that. Uh, so you. if you want to see uh, Matty boy's work, head over to his website. But last week you got to see before anyone else. I'm ex- I am extremely jealous of this, mate. Go you ahead. went to see the Batman at Warner brothers in London, didn't you? In central London, got the train up there and we chatted about it for a few minutes on mm-hmm. our podcast, as we do, because on our Patreon, we get loosey-goosey, we turn up, we yeah, usually boy. have a pint, and we discuss whatever <laughs> on earth we want. So, yeah, Matty boy, I mean, just a little a little, a little, little hint at how you enjoyed it. The rest will be on Patreon, but go on. 
Uh, I can give you a very quick hint because, of course, the film, if you were listening on release date, hasn't yet come out. So uh, non-spoiler thoughts were, I thought it was good. I thought it was really good. If you like neo-noir detective films uh, or crime and cop films, you're going to love this. If, you, if you're a fan of the, of Batman in terms of the comics, I think you're going to like it. But it's, uh, it isn't quite as bombastic and wild as, say, I know, The Dark Knight or certainly the Schumacher films. But right. I really, really enjoyed it. Not much, there's not much I didn't enjoy about it, mate. And Robert Pattinson, surprise, surprise, is excellent. Yeah, that's it. And that's over on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. We also talk about a load of other stuff, including the Mandoverse, deep fake technology. We go, you know us, we go on rants about side stuff. So we weren't even in, weren't even in the notes. But this month, Something really special uh, happened on our podcast, and we've, we, this has been like in the in the works for months, for a long time. And we basically we wanted to redo our Patreon uh, podcast jingle, mm-hmm. and we had the concept and idea for a very long time until last week. Matty Boy and I were like, "Look, we need to sit down. Let's and just do, do it. this and do, do it." it. Do it. It was lit- it's been in development for a long time because neither of us remembered we actually had to do it. Um, no. L- lest it be for me to try <laughs> and describe this absolute behemoth of a song, I think it's best we give everyone a taste of the podcast's new jingle. How about that, mate? Yeah, I, I think it's the only way. It's the only way to justify it, to be honest. Um, and let's be honest. Yeah, is this a work of art? It could be. Could it be in the UK top forty next week? There's it a will be. good. There's a good possibility it will be, but it's up to you guys. Let us know what, what you think. We're going to play. <laughs> we are going to play our intro for the Patreon podcast. Let's hear it, mate, boy. Podcast. We love a podcast. Come sit down at the pub whilst we butcher your pub. Pubcast. We love a pubcast. Star Wars every month, only on Patreon. Go and tell your mum. Go and grab your land. Go and tell your dad. Go and shoot a bird. <laughs> what? Go and shoot a Go bird. Go and shoot a bird. <laughs> you know, birds outside, yeah. Oh, but oh, uh, the birds yeah. on your oh, right. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> There we go, mate. Shout out to uh, my brother, Sean Hudson, for the acoustic backing track there, for making, for being the backbone of that number one hit song. Shout out to the nest of birds that hang out near oh, Matt's mate. room. <laughs> oh, yeah. For context, I don't actually shoot birds. There are bir- there's a bird's nest outside my window, and every time we record, uh, when there's a slither of sunlight, all you can hear outside in the background is the birds. You may have heard it during the recap. That's what they are. <laughs> so, uh, whilst we were ad-libbing our way through that, I was just going to shoot a bird. It annoyed me. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> why not, eh? that line. 
Yeah, why not? Yeah, you, um, you can hear the birds featuring a lot of the uh, Book of Boba Fett recaps. Yeah. You can tell, you can oh, tell we mate. record those during the day. But oh well, that it's 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 um it's part of the charm, isn't it? You know, uh, something like that. Anyway, <laughs> something like that. Um, what else has been happening in the session? Oh well, before we say Patreon.com forward slash Star Wars sessions. There we go. Obligatory. What else has been going down in the sessions verse, uh, Matty boy? Well, mate, we're we're going to keep it on brand for the Patreon. This isn't actually a Patreon plug episode, but but uh, so <laughs> believe us. But uh, we do have a new patron, and we are going to shout him out right now, Lukey boy. Tell the world who is it. Yes, big shout out to our latest patron, Jason Clarkson, who's joined at the high ground tier. What a lad! Welcome to the session, sickheads, Jason. You legend. Yeah, boy. Yeah, we hope you enjoy the new podcast uh, episode. It's a really good episode, actually. Plus everything else we put out over the last few years, mate. Uh, we're so glad that you've joined. We're so happy and grateful that you want to support the session. So, mate, thank you so much for signing up at the high ground tier. So that's the news coming out of Sessions HQ. However, I can hear the bong of Big Ben Kenobi, which we know only means one thing, mate. Mate, it must mean. It must mean. It's the Galactic News Round. Ah, yeah, come on. On the 15th of March, Star Wars Insider will mark the 20th anniversary of Attack of the Clones of Galactic Tales, four original works of short fiction featuring some of the film's most memorable heroes and villains. Marvel Comics' The Mandalorian launches in July and will be an eight-issue series adapting the entirety of Season 1. Rodney Barnes will write and George Jonti will illustrate. And according to the game's official Twitter account, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga has gone gold, meaning a master disc will be made and production on the game can officially begin from a manufacturing point of view. Hi, this is Misty Roses. I am the performance artist for Queel and Frog Lady in The Mandalorian. And you are listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. I hope you enjoy it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm being asked about Star Wars again. Will Ewan McGregor return to Star Wars? Who knows? Do you know or do you not really not know? I really don't know. I believe you. Well, I really believe you. That's that's because it's the truth. I'm not sure. I I don't know. I'd like to. I'm very interested in doing that. That would be great. To play Obi-Wan Kenobi again would be something I would love to do in one of their spin-off movies. Well, I, don't know, I, know, I know nothing about it, I other than what I've read on, um, on the internet. Well, there's no plans as such to do it, uh, as far as I know, but I've been, it's so funny, I've been asked this question for years and years, it's... and I've caught, I would be happy to do it. I think there must be a good story to tell. I haven't got the call as yet. I'm still waiting. Well, I'd be up for doing it again. Yeah. There's no plans to at the moment. I don't yeah. know. I don't have any. It's not on the table. But mm-hmm. I. But I've. I've said since I've been being asked this for some years <laughs> that I'd be happy to play him again. Mm-hmm. I'll come back if they need me for sure, of course. But um, 
I don't know what I, I, I don't know what the stories would be. I don't. I have no idea. There's a lot of talk, and I'd be happy to, to play him again, but I, I don't know any more about it than you do. There's no um, plan at the moment. I've answered yes so many times. It looks like I'm sort of touting for work. And maybe one day Disney will give me a call, and we'll do it. We'll see. Kathleen, Kathleen, can you ask me in front of all of these people, all of these witnesses, can you please ask me, am I going to play Obi-Wan Kenobi again? Ewan? Yes? Are you going to play Obi-Wan Kenobi again? Yes. It was a different experience than making the original three films that I did, and I, and I really, really liked it. It was good. So I'm really excited about it. I mean, I'm super excited about it. It's going to be great, I think. It was good. It feels great. I have to say, I'm having a really, really good time. I think it's going to be good. I, mean, I, I had a really good time making it and worked with some really wonderful people, uh, lovely people. And But to go back into the role, shall we say, uh-huh. was uh, it's great. It's like, it's all still there. It feels good. It's, it's great scripts and great people to work with. And it is great. I'm having a good time. This week, we are excited. Why are we excited? Because of all the Exactly. We are excited because of... Yep, that's yep. why we're excited. <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi. We know he's back. We know Ewan is back. We now know when it's being released. So this week, we wanted to talk about, well, pretty much that. What do we know about Obi-Wan Kenobi? There's lots of rumours. There's lots of conjecture. There's lots of he said, she said, what if this person may be turning up, may not be. But what do we actually know about Obi-Wan Kenobi on Disney Plus? But the question I actually want to know, Luke... Mm. Is what are your hype levels going in? Based on what we know, what are you, what are you, how excited are you for this? You know, Book of Boba's done now. We know we're on the we're on the fast track now to Kenobi. They're they're high. They're very high. <laughs> <laughs> that that is uh, that's 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 my anticipation levels, mate. I it's just the thought of um, like, like I said the other week. I watched Revenge of the Sith. Um, mate, I had such good fun with it. I I love <laughs> the prequels. I love seeing Ewan McGregor as Obi Wan. It works so well. Um, yep. and as we just get closer and closer, this really does. And this is a busy, busy Star Wars year. You know, Book of Boba Fett, Obi Wan Kenobi, Bad Batch, Andor, The Mandalorian season three, oh. possibly. We've talked about that in our 2022 episode, but mate, there's something special about Kenobi. There's something in the air, mate. There's something in the air. What about you, man? You, you, how are you feeling about it, mate? Mate, well, I've been excited for it since it was first announced back at the Investors Day by old Kathy Kennedy herself. But uh, it, it's hard to not be excited. Like you said, Revenge of the Sith was the last time we saw, uh, in terms of Obi-Wan, was the last time we saw Ewan McGregor. And it's probably also the last time we thought we'd ever see Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Let's face it, who would have thought he was ever going to come back, what, 17 years later? Or am I making that up? No, I'm not making that up. It's been, it has been 17 years yeah. since... Revenge I, of the Sith, which makes me feel old. Dude, I can't believe that in the news round, we were saying that, 
like, oh, yeah, we're going to do uh, some celebrations for Attack of the Clones. 20th yeah. anniversary. <laughs> what Bruh. are you talking about? 20th no, anniversary? Mate. No, don't give me that. Don't. don't. What? But, um... But no, mate, I'm I'm very, very, very excited for Kenobi. My biggest worries have been small, obviously, story focus. What are they going to do? How are they going to justify the series being there other than uh, as a kind of victory lap for the characters? But that aside, I'm very, very excited, mate. Yeah, I'm I'm buzzing, man. I'm buzzing. So we wanted to do this episode to kind of get an idea of what we really know about Kenobi so far, because even we're, we're guilty of it. We've done a lot of shows over the last few months, over the last year, about Obi-Wan Kenobi, this series about Ewan McGregor, about the characters appearing in this show. And we figured, you know, if we, I mean, we've got literally spreadsheets about this stuff, and we've kind of, <laughs> we can't like kind of keep track of everything. It's been kind of messy because we've had like little bits of details coming in here and there. And we thought, hang on, let's slow down. And let's collate all of the information that we know about this show and go from there. Uh, and so we've kind of worked hard to get everything together. And by we, I mean mostly Matty Boy, to get this all together, <laughs> all the information together, uh, to see what is what. Um, okay, so Kenobi, Obi-Wan. We know that the show is being directed by Deborah Chow. Uh, she has directed episodes in The Mandalorian, right, Matty Boy? Yeah, boy. Uh, so we know Deborah Chow is coming back. She's also directed Mr. Robot, episodes in Better Call Saul, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, Fear the Walking Dead. She knows how to direct television. She knows how to direct moving pictures. She's very, very good. And she's got six episodes to direct she is directing all six episodes so we're going to have that one consistent voice throughout uh joby harold is the new writer it was hossein amini uh, who wrote drive it's now joby harold who um who also directed hayden christensen in, in a film called awake he uh wrote that film alongside jessica he starred alongside jessica alba hayden did uh, i didn't mind that film most people think it's rubbish i thought it wasn't too bad uh, he also wrote army of the dead uh, and king arthur legend of the sword Mm. recently as well so the films that he's written i mean great but this is this this is this is kenobi uh ewan mcgregor's executive producing alongside um kathy kennedy colin wilson rejuan uh chow as well so there's a lot of people creatively involved who i am who i'm pretty sure i've got a good handle on things here dude right and when it comes to the story we know the bare minimum but we know, yeah. and I'm talking about you and I, not we as an audience, you and I, Matty boy, we've been told a couple of things and we're not leakers. <laughs> we, we ain't really got like deep, deep insiders in this, but we know a couple stuff uh, about the production, about the script. We know the script has, um, how should we say, it's been revised a lot right yeah. i mean this thing <laughs> i mean that is like the understatement of the century uh but lucasfilm isn't it <laughs> <laughs> well there we go if anyone in lucasfilm's listening don't hate us please um <laughs> advice to the star cruiser please <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah let's just go now i want to see that guy singing i want to have some of those drinks invite us Plus, we'll pay for our flights. <laughs> like if you could pay for those as well, that'd be even better. We know you've <laughs> got a bit of cash. Stop <laughs> pretending we don't exist. <laughs> oh, Mickey Mouse has got a few uh, a few notes in his back pocket. He's fine. 
Um, what was I saying? Oh no, we're the talking story. about the script. Yeah, the script. Okay, so um, Matty Boy, how how do you think we should feel about the script going into this show? Should we be concerned? Should we be optimistic? Well, there were the original uh, announcement said the scripts were ready and the scripts are great. Then we found out that Hossein Amini had left for whatever reason, and the scripts were being rewritten or retooled by Joby Harold. So they're not the same scripts uh, as they were originally. They, I'm sure they've got elements of that story that Hossein wrote. So when it comes down to it, mate, you know you know exactly what it comes down to. I'm dropping this one in early, mate. It comes right down to the execution of it all. Oh. Because Hossein Amini's stories may have been fabulous. Who's to say that Joby Harold's aren't fabuloser? Who's to say yeah. they're not even better? I mean, yeah, they are, a lot of people see a rewrite or somebody new coming in as reason to panic. And maybe it is. Maybe these new scripts are terrible. But at the same time, maybe he's, he's got his own ideas, fresh ideas, built upon what Hossein's written. And in fact, has given us an even better story than we had before. So I'm, I'm tending to look at this as a positive that uh, Joby's come in, despite his credentials not being incredible in terms of what he's worked on. I think he's come in and I think he's uh, polished this script up. Uh, and I think it's going to be something that Star Wars fans are going to really enjoy. I generally think that f- Star Wars fans are going to be- go for a wild ride on this. Yeah, I think so. I have a feeling. And that kind of ties in with something that we know and we found out mm-hmm. exclusively um, via our website, starwarsessions.co.uk. Yeah. Um, we know a couple of people involved in Kenobi um, and Star Wars in general, and we uh, wrote about Andor and Obi-Wan Kenobi. And uh, the quote here is, this show will shock. This show yep. will shock. Um, Disney, Lucasfilm, they are raving about Kenobi. Whereas it's it's worth knowing the chatter around the book of Boba Fett was muted in comparison, mm-hmm. right? And that wasn't a negative either. No. And with Disney and Lucasfilm in particular, this show, this series, this limited series is, it is being billed as the biggest Star Wars event of the past few years and, oh. and the next few years also. That's big. It's a big That's deal, big, mate. It is a big deal, yeah. Um, so it's being cool. It's be, it said it's going to shock fans. It's for fans of all generations. It's transitional Star Wars. It's being called. Mm, mm. There are people who have been worried about that. You know, who are slightly worried that they're going to take the character of Obi Wan and subvert expectations or whatever the buzzword is. But I don't right. think so. I think, especially with you and executive producer, I don't think he's going to want the character which he clearly loves. You've just heard how much he's desperate to come back and play Obi Wan. I don't think he's going to let the character go on a wild goose chase and have them fundamentally change the character. Now, there, there may be some people who think they hate that the character is changed. Like, look at Luke Skywalker in The Last Jedi. I think they did him wonderfully. Others think, others say that they changed the character completely and, and not for the better, some think, which is fine, whatever. There will probably be yeah. people who think that about Obi-Wan, but I don't think this show is going out to change Kenobi. But when it's, when it's his transitional... That could mean anything. Maybe it means you know the transition between prequels to OT. Maybe maybe um, sprinkle a bit of animation in there as well. Uh, animated mm. series content. Maybe mm. it's something like that. But I, I 
the more I hear about it, mate, and we're hearing that particular um, phrase from uh, the source at hand was very, very exciting to hear because, you know, Kenobi doesn't need any more hype. Everyone's asking for the trailer. Where's the trailer? Where's the trailer? Look, we're going to see a trailer. We, you look at me and me, me and you are going to get so very excited when we see the trailer, but I'm not clamoring from it just yet, mate. The hype machine is already, for me, well on its way. And if I don't see a trailer, I don't mind, genuinely. And I know it's become the cool thing to say now, especially mm. in the wake of Spider-Man uh, Far From Home, but uh, whatever it's called, No Way Home. I... Yeah. <laughs> generally not actually bothered if i see a trailer or not because i know yeah. what i'm what i'm getting into with this mate are you i mean you may be different are you desperate to see the trailer so you can see this new footage and see our boy back i'm really excited for a trailer i'm really Ooh. really really excited but i will be excited I'm, when it drops by the way yeah 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 i know and i know that and it's good to, well i'm glad you clarified that but you know it's, <laughs> yeah. I, I i i knew yeah. that anyway I knew that anyway, but I think that it will do. It, 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 it can't do any harm to the show. Of course, but I do. I do think that this show, particularly among Star Wars fans, but not just Star Wars fans, I'd say geekdom in general. When you listen to a lot of pop, the pop culture kind of uh, influencers talk shows podcasts youtubers what is on their radar for this year there's usually a couple things um usually a couple marvel stuff a lot of people really excited for things like moon knight uh, a lot of the yep. dc stuff the batman and now we're getting to the big leagues rings of power lord of the rings mm-hmm. middle earth you know whatever side of the fence you sit on that some people love it some people it's still a big aren't. deal still a thing it's still going to don't let's not get it twisted this show is still going to kill it in terms of numbers whether it will kill it in other ways i'm not sure i'm personally i'm optimistic about it it could be a bit rubbish and then finally kenobi kenobi is something that everyone keeps mentioning everyone keeps mentioning whether it's on like i said podcast shows youtube influence whatever it's social media People are really excited for this show. I think a trailer is only going to accelerate that excitement. Oh, mate. And if anything, socials will blow up. Socials will blow up, but I do think we need a trailer to get more of like the the quote-unquote normals on on board you know the people that don't listen to pop culture podcasts yeah. star wars podcasts week in week out you know unlike you saddos and us saddos you yeah, know, yeah. Like, <laughs> us losers over here yeah <laughs> yeah now we're the cool kids come on let's get real we are. But, you know um i i think this show is it's it's exciting it's exciting it, i mean that 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 quote that we got matty boy um from our source people aren't prepared for how different this show is going to be what? yeah i mean is that is I, that something to be I, really I excited know. over or is that something is that a place for concern because i do know that some people took our article um and some people were like saying oh that's fantastic this is this is great news for star wars some people are concerned genuinely concerned what do you think mate yeah, I mean, it all comes down to the context of it. Is it going to be different because Obi-Wan's going to, not going to be on Tatooine the whole time? Is it going to be different because he's actually going to be off-world? Uh, is it going to be different because of uh, it is going to be maybe that uh, introspective deep dive into the psyche of Obi-Wan Kenobi? Maybe whereas other people might think, well, we know Hayden and Darth Vader come and it's going to be all action. 
maybe it's not, or maybe it is. Maybe it will be all action. It's going to shock people because it isn't what we thought it was going to be. They're going to go all out and give us spectacle because we know Hayden Christensen, our boy, is back as Darth Vader slash Anakin Skywalker. So we know that's coming. And the, obviously the question for the trailer is, do you show the big boy in the trailer? Do you show Hayden slash Darth in the trailer? The cat was always let out of the bag. We know he's in it. So there's no point hiding him. But in terms of how different it's going to be, I'm not willing to um, hang my hat on either side yet because I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't think it's bad. I really don't like it sometimes. And I think I've probably been guilty of this in the 150 plus episodes we've done of saying, doesn't really feel like Star Wars, does it? But I, I'm starting to, mm. start, that's starting to grate on me a little bit now. The mm. doesn't feel like Star Wars because I want new Star Wars. I want, I really, I wouldn't mind Obi-Wan being a little bit different. I don't want the character to be changed. I don't want him to suddenly have Obi-Wan be uh, something he isn't or has never been or introduce new facets to him. That's never been there, but I want to see, you know, new Star Wars, see different things in Star Wars. I want to see something which isn't just uh, the OT rehashed or the hero's journey once again. I want to see something different, man. So if it is different, then give it to me. Give it to me, man. We've only got three months to wait. This is coming out on the 25th of May. 45 years after the... Uh, after the original Star Wars premiered in 1977, they're dropping Kenobi. It's like poetry, mate. It it rhymes. So it, we haven't got long to wait to find out. But no, if it's, I, I don't mind, mate. As long as they don't really like completely change the character of Kenobi, I, I don't mind it being different. Are, are you at all? Are you worried, mate? That it's going to be too different. I think there's always. Uh, Going into new stuff, there's always room for concern. I said mm-hmm. in my again plug in Patreon a lot this episode. But why not? In my journal of uh, Luke Blywalker, I had my uh, long time childhood friend uh, Sam uh, Sam Berry on the 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 journal this month, and um, I did say with Sam, I was like, I'm so excited for Kenobi, but I feel like this show has the most potential to 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 please us and to be like the best thing since sliced bread best <laughs> thing in star wars probably since you know i don't know mandalorian or beyond whatever whatever your your opinion is um or it could really disappoint or it could there really is disappoint but you know like with anything that is great there needs to be a risk there yeah. needs to be a risk and Sometimes it pays off, sometimes it doesn't. But even when it doesn't, at least you know you tried, you know. And I'm glad that this show is finally getting getting screen time, you know, because this concept, this pitch, this idea has been there for a very long time, not just from Lucasfilm, not just from Disney, from the fans. It seemed like the obvious one. When Lucasfilm released a film like Solo, which once again, I want to reiterate, I really do enjoy Solo. It does feel to me personally, it feels irrelevant it doesn't feel like it needs to exist you can take solo out of any viewing order it doesn't really affect any of the story your feelings aren't there it does it for me for me it's a fun mm-hmm. film stick it on grab some popcorn there's a lot of cool easter eggs in it lots of star wars isms it's great entertainment but star wars is more than that and i think with kenobi 
you have a lot of potential for some deep lore, deep mythology. Mm. I, I've always said on this show, like you said, Mabel, 151 episodes now into this show, plus roundtables and more episodes and Patreon. Ooh, shows, you know, and I've said uh, with, with, with Kenobes, this could really be a wicked, a really cool, interesting, deep, deep dive into a man's psyche whose only purpose in life is to protect a young child because from his point of view, he is the chosen one. From his yeah. point of view, he will bring balance to the force. He is the only goodness left. And man, that's exciting. That's exciting. We talk we talk about trailers though, Matty Boy. Um, lots of rumors going around that a trailer will arrive. We're in March now. I mean, that's crazy. March 2022. Oh, um, <laughs> that's, that is again, slightly depressing, but you know, <laughs> brighter days ahead. Um, no, literally, literally, uh, a trailer is meant to be coming very, very, very soon, Matty boy. Um, but people have, have talked about the trailer, haven't they? Right, they've said yes, it's going to be really good. So I assume people have seen it. People in Obi Wan, maybe Lucasfilm, have seen this thing. Well, uh, one of the guys who plays a stormtrooper, who's called Rory Ross, he was a Tuscan Raider in the Book of Boba Fett. He's also appearing in Kenobi. He's uh, he's been bigging up the trailer recently. Comicbook.com uh, reported that he's basically said, you know, people are asking where's the trailer, what's happening with the trailer. And he said, you know, they're just polishing it. They don't want to have a Game of Thrones moment where there's something they've missed, like a, a Starbucks cup of coffee in the corner, which was in one of the episodes of Game of Thrones. Yeah. They, they don't want to miss anything. They want this to be perfect. They want it to be chef's kiss. So he said his exact quote was, it's going to have a lot of love that's poured into it, and it's just going to hopefully blow people's minds and just really enjoy seeing what's been going on. So uh i'm not sure if mr ross has seen said trailer however he's been on set so he's got more of an understanding than i have but somebody involved in the shooting has said it's going to blow people's mind and it's, it's stuff like that mate i mean uh yes of course when the trailer drops i'm going to be over the moon i'm going to be ringing you up oh we got i'm so excited but is this <laughs> this is the kind of stuff that gets my hype more than anything do you know what i mean because the trailer's yeah. probably going to be great but it's hearing you know, people saying, you know, I was there. People are going to love this. You know, Lucasfilm are really putting their care and attention and love into this. People are going to love it, mate. So, yeah, um, one of the dudes, Rory Ross, who is a stormtrooper, he said it's going to blow people's minds. And, um, mm. yeah, and a lot of the talk around this is good. Ewan McGregor himself, Obi-Wan, has said, you know, he thinks this is really going to satisfy the fans. And you could tell by the tone of his voice, he wasn't saying it in a, well, you know, they'll be, they'll be satisfied. You know, he was like, no, this is this is going to be satisfying for everyone who's waited for wow. so long. Ewan's, but Ewan has been known about, this has been in the works for four or five years now. He's just had to deny it because originally it was a film. So for him as well, it's going to have to be satisfying. So to have Ewan come out and say, look, you know, calm your horses, guys. As for fans, you're going to dig this. You are going to be very satisfied with what you see. So, you know, it, obviously all the noise coming out of it is positive. I didn't expect Ewan to come out and say, it's a bit rubbish, really. But, you know, to hear the fact that nah. he hasn't come out and said, oh, you know, I've waited for so long and this is the best thing I've ever worked on. I don't think I'm ever going to top this bit. No, he's, he's coming out and he's a, and he's saying it how it is. He's saying, no, this is really good, guys. This is going to satisfy all of you. He's keeping, he, he's managing the expectations while simil similarly uh, also raising the hype through the roof by not being too OTT for me. Yeah, yeah. I, which is, I mean, we've still got some time, but it's different <laughs> to Book of Boba Fett. 
where you know people are saying <sighs> oh it's going to blow your mind every single episode every single episode there's going to be a revelation every every, every right. single episode you're going to want to cry and laugh and die you know it's like no uh, guys that's not how you do marketing that you know unless that is your chill. show yeah yeah unless that's it you know but even then you don't do that just let it let it come naturally guys um i think they're playing they're playing it really cool with kenobi they're playing their cards uh wisely and i think we hopefully us as the audience will reap the benefits of that more of a yeah. I, like you said more of maybe a conservative approach to the marketing might do this show the world of good mm-hmm. you know just get a trailer out there let people know what wh- what's out there and go from there we got the poster what do, what do you Ooh, think yeah. of the poster you like the poster mate it's bang on mate bang on yeah. I, well, i'm talking about yeah. the trailer and the need to, like let's not hide darth vader from the trailer or whatever May, maybe hide anakin skywalker if there's a flashback which you and pretty much said there is maybe don't know me i don't necessarily need to see anakin yet we'll save that but you know give me vader in the trailer give me the inquisitors in the trailer whatever but as for the poster just it's just obi-wan walking through the desert looking like a looking like a man lost but he's yeah. got his lightsaber <laughs> And that's it, mate, just to do in on the Dune Sea. That's it. This, this is exactly what I thought the show was going to be. Just Ewan, just, sorry, just Obi-Wan, you know, just by himself wandering the sands of Tatooine. I love it, mate. I love, I really, really love the colours. I know it sounds daft, but I love the colour of like the background of sky. I love how good Obi-Wan looks. He isn't just wearing his standard old Jedi robes. There's a bit of a twist to them. He's got mm. a lightsaber in his hand. Is it Anakin's? Mm. Is it Ray Skywalker's? Who knows? But he's got one. <laughs> I liked it, mate. Minimalist and, as you said, conservative. This is the way for me. Yeah, this is the yeah. Way. I, I thought it was great. I I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. So you mentioned a few minutes ago that um, it is on the anniversary. Which year is it? How many years has it been? 45. 45th anniversary of the release of the original Star Wars what we now call A New Hope, episode four. 45 years since the release, and we're going to be getting the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer. That's surreal. And I bet that's surreal for the people who were there for the first time. I bet they're all just thinking, what? What? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. (laughs) By the way, this is, I'm still, since the other week when we were asked in our 150th episode, what what is the purpose of the Star Wars app? I'm telling you, I'm using this soundboard like all the time. I haven't stopped using it, even at home. It's just a soundboard is playing. Uh, Have you got one? If you, if, oh. If you guys, if you just Sorry. like get, if you get the Star Wars app and you do, you rediscover or even discover the soundboard, you know, you, you, you'll be, you'll be there for a while. It is all. It's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. There's so you'll, many cool things in this. You'll be on there for hours. Um, yeah, man. Like the trailer looks sick. The release date is great. The release date, though, is a funny one. Lots of people, Matty Boy, were saying uh, May the 4th release date 
or as the rest of the world calls it, Fourth of May. Um, but it <laughs> works. It works for for Star Wars Day, so we'll go with it. Um, yes, man. I, I I thought that was a really good day to release it, but no, they're going with the later day, and I think that makes sense for a few reasons. Star Wars Celebration is later that month. Mm. In fact, yeah. when Kenobi drops, it is on the Wednesday. Uh, which I'm pretty sure is celebration. When does that begin? It begins that, on Thursday, the Thursday or the Friday. Yeah, the day before, pretty much the day after. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. the day, the day before celebration, uh, 2022, over in Anaheim, Los Angeles, um, they are going to be debuting this show. I think that's great, but it's also a bit of a weird choice as well. I don't know. I suppose they would have only... So I suppose by the time Kenobi drops, you, you can still do loads of Kenobi stuff at Celebration because... Yeah. Yeah, because... I don't know. Maybe they'll debut like the second episode there before anyone Maybe else. they'll have Ewan and some of the cast there. Oh. You know, they again, there's no word that that's actually going to happen, but or maybe oh, it was just the happen. first weekend that it was the week that they could do it, but... Um, it's it's going to uh, I think... Th- the date is it's a nice date it's a nice way to kind of celebrate a new hope of course obi-wan's like like, well, like every character in star wars their first appearance was in star wars slash a new hope so it's a nice way of kind of commemorating that as well and yeah just to, being able to tie it into celebration could be a masterstroke this could be one of the best celebrations we get considering what they also could show but no i think it's a i think it's a good it's a decent date if it wasn't going to be the 4th of may then yeah 25th of may works for me mate um uh, yep. as you know it is releasing the same week as season four of stranger things now if i if i'm not mistaken they're going to drop every episode in one day though aren't they on netflix so they're it's not dro- competing week on week no they're not doing Sorry. that but that is, this is a strategic thing netflix are changing their approach to 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 media and to content because it is unsustainable. How Netflix mm-hmm. works as a business is unsustainable. They are the biggest streaming service in the world and they know it. But usually when you're, when you're at the top, the best thing to do is look forward. But when you're looking back at your competition, you begin to panic a little bit. It needs to be sustainable. And uh, we, we, we talked about this a little bit on our roundtable, our Boba Fett roundtable with Matilda, yeah. Adrian, and Matthew Bell, big boy Bell. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's not doable. Netflix are looking at the likes of Disney Plus and seeing how they do stretch their content on a week-by-week basis. And mm-hmm. it, it works very well. So even recently with um, one of Netflix's biggest reality shows, Love is Blind, they've done that weekly. Yeah, They've not dropped it all at once. They've done it weekly. Mm-hmm. Because weekly is better. It's better. Now, from a consumer point of view, well, it's down to your opinion. I prefer it. I actually prefer a weekly format instead of a whole content. I've dump, always preferred dump. weekly. Because that whole, like back in the day, I just remember Stranger Things uh, season two in particular, when that dropped and I was at the office at work, everyone was talking about it. And I think it dropped on like a Friday or something like that. And by Monday, I'd only seen, I don't know, like three episodes or something. That's all I, that's all I could fit in to my weekend. Yeah. And there's some guys, some peeps, they're like, mm. yeah, binged it, mate. Completed it. Completed it, mate. And they're they're talking like spoilers and blah and there's yeah, I know. you miss out on a lot 
of the details and nuances. So when I go back to rewatch Strange Things, which is one of my favorite shows, I pick up on a lot of details that I completely missed, completely mm-hmm. missed. This is a huge show and they are releasing it in two sections, volume That's one right. and volume two. I think volume two is later uh, in, in July. In June or July, yeah. They're spreading the content more. Um, they weren't going to do it weekly, though, because Strange Things has always dropped in one big dump, as, <laughs> as we like to term. say. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> familiar, doesn't it, Matty boy? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, being a bit crude now, but yeah, um, no interesting. That, uh, let me tell you something, Matty boy. That is Netflix and Disney Plus going to war. Oh, that that going is to war. Biting heads, that is. That's yeah. biting heads. And- I mean, I've seen the first season of Stranger Things and I very much enjoyed it. So, but I don't, but I'm quite happy to watch, you know, episode one of Kenobi and then go and watch some Stranger Things afterwards. Because what, what do we always say? It's streaming. It's a home. You can do that. Uh, but yeah, it's a very dude, interesting date to release it. Dude, that weekend is going to be mental. Like for geekdom. Oh, celebration I mean, as for, well, bro. I mean, and Come Disney, on. Disney are going to be killing it, man. They're going to be oh, killing it. The recaps it, but... would be awful if it was uh, if they just dumped everything in one day as well. It's like, oh, how are we yeah, going to recap every episode? If yeah, we can't. You you um, miss out on so much detail. Oh, because you're so, so desperate detail. to get to the end, so you don't get it spoiled for you that you're just blasting through. Which is what a lot of people do with video games nowadays. Like so quick to get through it, so they don't get spoiled. They have to replay it again. But um, well, like we said. We know, well, obviously, Ewan McGregor's in it. I've heard that he's coming back as Obi-Wan Kenobi, confirmed. Hayden Christensen is back as Darth Vader, which got a big cheer from me at about two in the morning. And um, let's see who else (laughs) is in the cast, mate. Now, we've learned other key cast members will include Star Wars prequel alums Joel Edgerton and Bonnie Peace. No word yet on their roles, but the last time we saw these two together on screen, they were cradling a baby Luke Skywalker and gazing out at the twin sons of Tatooine. The cast will also welcome newcomers Moses Ingram, Kumail Nanjiani, Indira Varma, Rupert Friend, O'Shea Jackson Jr., Sun Kang, Simone Kessel, and Benny Safdie. Obi-Wan Kenobi is executive produced by Kathleen Kennedy, Michelle Rejwan, Deborah Chow, Ewan McGregor, and writer Joby Harold. And the casting director is Carmen Cuba. Fantastic cast for Obi-Wan Kenobi. A really mm. uh, mm-hmm. diverse group of characters, and I mean that in every definition uh, way you can use that word you know different they've come from different like genre backgrounds as well i never thought i'd see kumail nanjiani in star wars but here we are or o'shea jackson jr such a good actor uh i never thought i'd see them or benny Safdie in uh, a star war but uh we we got the cast drop seems to be the longest time ago now they released that image with all of the cast on it and we're all getting very excited and we we did a show um years ago now i think where we were like oh i bet rupert friends this person i bet this is that person and that so we've known about the casting for a while and myra skeen is also in it from pen 15 which is an exciting bit of casting news so we've known about this for a while the cast but it's never a bad thing just to uh, refresh our brains is it bro no not at all mate not at all because like i said with this amount of people involved it's easy to lose track of who's doing what who's rumored to do things who said what right and i mean i it's almost felt like a strategy in itself i'm 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 glad that they announced hayden christensen 
I'm glad yeah. because I think if I would have got that from a leak, I, I, I don't know how I would have felt about that. I just, I would have gone, uh, you know, and yeah. I, I mean, I would have been excited. That, like, don't get it twisted. I would have been really excited, but I think it's actually kind of brave and really cool of Lucasfilm, Deborah Chow, everyone working on this show to go, now nah, let's announce it. Let's announce Hayden. Yeah. Let's announce that he's coming back and be chill about it. Be cool about it. Play it cool. And I don't know, man. I, it's 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 really, really exciting. In fact, Hayden Christensen said himself, it was such an incredible journey playing Anakin Skywalker. Of course, Anakin and Obi-Wan weren't on the greatest of terms when we last saw them. It will be interesting to see what an amazing director like Deborah Chow has in store for all of us. Uh, I'm excited to work with Ewan again. It feels good to be back. That's Hayden Christensen yes. there. Yes. Um, Matty boy, you know, I, when um, I was watching Revenge of the Sith the other week, I did think to myself, there's a lot that can be done with this moment after the duel on Mustafar. There's a lot that can be done. Obi-Wan leaves Anakin for dead. Yeah. He doesn't, I don't think Obi-Wan thinks like he, he, he's going to exist from that. He's probably just going to die. And Anakin's anger keeps him alive, and Anakin is rescued by Palpatine and the uh, mm. and the Coruscant Guard, uh, which, look, which looks sick. Um, they look great, you know, we're we're probably going to find out about this, right? We're probably going to find out about how Obi Wan reacts to the news that you know yeah. his brother Anakin Skywalker is this Darth Vader guy, you know, this legendary villain this mur- m- mass murderer, <laughs> as we know from the very old shows. Yeah, go on. What were you going to say? No, sorry. Because we got the cameras on. Luke, Luke, me looking into the distance at the twin suns. I'm pretty sure yeah. in Revenge of the Sith, Yoda says, you know, consumed by Darth Vader. So I'm sure Obi-Wan knows the name of Darth Vader, but it's whether or not he's heard the stories of him on Tatooine. Right. Because right. I want and the black suit. Said. I want and the black, black suit. Yeah. No, no. He's, he's not going to. You're not going to look at that and think, "Oh, that's my mate Anakin." I want what you've just said. I want to see the moment where Obi Wan realizes, "Oh dear, <laughs> I didn't finish. I should have finished the job." Whether that's face to face or what, I mean, that would be great if it's face. If the first time he realizes is when Vader and Obi Wan face face each other, and he mm. says, "You know, my old master," and that's when the penny drops. Boom, 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 boom. Man, that would be. I mean, the, the the potential is immeasurable for what they could do in this show for the kind of uh, needle drops like that. And I'm, I am, I'm here for that kind of moment. But I was just trying to think, did you already know about it? But there is so much they could do with moments like that. And, you know, I, I sense something I haven't felt since, you know, they didn't, he never said that, that line doesn't get ruined from a new hope. Cause he never said since Mustafar or since Obi-Wan cut my legs off, you know, the last time Vader fought Obi-Wan currently, he just become vader so you know and padme was alive still so there was more anakin skywalker in him you know subsequent duels will be vader versus obi-wan kenobi revenge of the sith was darth vader versus obi-wan but he's in the guise of anakin skywalker still he's still you know fighting for padme she's still alive just now he is pure vader you know so you know it wasn't a name he's heard since he was anakin skywalker It's, it's something he hasn't sensed for a long time he's darth vader now so there's a lot, a lot, a lot of um, room for them to for them to play there. We know we're getting the Inquisitors. Um, Moses Ingram dropped an uh, Instagram story post where she said she plays with lightsabers and she's and she's doing some lightsaber training. Uh, Rupert Friend, uh, he's been rumored to be the Grand 
Inquisitor, and uh, Sun Kang as well has said that he has holding was holding a lightsaber in the show. We don't know what some other characters are doing yet. We don't quite know what Indira Varma's doing. We don't know what O'Shea Jackson Jr. is doing. What I do know is he had a lot of fun on the show. Yeah, I was a kid in the candy store. You know, the just the being on the sets, you know, having to uh, fake press buttons and like, you know, just be in the realm. And uh, yeah, it was a time of my life. Uh, I've never been more excited to get to work. <laughs> you know, it was... Uh, it was a, a dream come true. Um, I, I, I can't wait for everybody to see it. I can't wait to see it. And to be able to be on set and, you know, and see Darth Vader and see, like, the Star Wars universe in front of me, I mean, it, 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 just as a, you know, just as a fan, like, to be able to be part of that history is pretty amazing, you know? Like, I, I kept pinching myself to go... How did I end up here, right? And and my character has a lightsaber to go. Wow, this is I'm actually like it's not a it's not a toy, right? It's actually the real thing, right? Yeah. So pretty cool. All right. So can you tell us whether or not your character in Obi Wan is an established Star Wars universe character or a new character? Can you say anything about that? I think. I think Mickey Mouse is calling me, man. I'm going to have to hit you with it. I saw a little red dot. I did, I did. You know what? You're right. I saw a little red dot. You should probably, you should probably be careful. <laughs> They're having a lot of fun on set there, mate. O'Shea Jackson Jr., he pushed some fake buttons. Sun Kang's got a lightsaber. Camille Nanjani said he was his character is intimidated by Obi-Wan Kenobi. Fun little details there, mate. Mate, there is a lot to be excited about. There is a lot to be excited about. I mean, the main man from Tokyo Drift is going to be in Star Wars. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's this it is, for you, isn't it? This is the meshing biggest... of your favourite things. <laughs> yeah, not Fast and Furious. Just Tokyo Drift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, to clarify. Like to, to, yeah, no. uh, to clarify. No, uh, mate, it's exciting stuff. It's exciting stuff. And it's expanding on the lore. It's expanding on the lore, and I think Star Wars has done a terrific job um, on on doing that the last few years, you know, really integrating the canon from animation, books, and comics. You know yeah. my feelings on, you know, what canon means, you know, and again, we, 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 we spoke about that in uh, last week's episode, but I think the more they do this, the, the, the more it improves the overall canon, including books, including canon. And, you know, I, I, I think that's, 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 that's great for all the Star Wars fans. That's great for people yeah. who love the High Republic. That's great for people who love the Aftermath trilogy. You know, um, yeah. No, I, I think it's great, mate. It's exciting stuff. I, I, do you know what? Still, I've just got a question about that because I, I'm listening to these guys talk. I'm listening to who these guys are playing, like the Inquisitors. We've got Hayden returning as Obi-Wan. Vader. Um, oh, Vader, sorry, yeah. Um, will we see, because this relates to my question, will we see an Obi-Wan be CGI'd or mo-capped into a, or even makeup, you know, into an Obi-Wan by the end of the series that looks more like an Alec Guinness. Is this show, because this is a limited series, this is a one and yep. done, right? Right? That's what they said. With a one and done, I, I, I can see them going 
down a route where we see an Obi-Wan more towards Luke being a, a, a tot, a real small, small child, a baby maybe, or a toddler at the beginning of the series. And then at the end of the series, we have a teenage Luke mm-hmm. and an aged Obi-Wan Kenobi. With well, how old is some he? Some sort 10, of effect, wouldn't he? When this show starts, well, well, when it is set, Luke would be ten, I think. Um, but we know we're getting flashbacks, and it, w- it wouldn't be out of the realms of possibility to have a flash forward at the end, like when all is said and done, it fades to black, and then you know it pans down from the Tatooine sky, the the, t- the two moons, and you see like an uh, an aged Obi Wan sitting by his fire, like he was in Rebels. Mate, if they want to tie it all together and, and have that connective tissue between Ewan McGregor and Sir Alec Guinness, then if it's a one and done, you've got to imagine this is probably the only time they're going to have a chance to do this. They might do another season. Doesn't To, to me, this doesn't scream of multi-season potential, but I haven't seen it yet. Who knows? Maybe, maybe they can do. Whereas something like Andor or Mando has more of a format, this doesn't. But I wouldn't be surprised if they did something like that, mate. And if they did, I wouldn't be against it. Flashbacks, mate. You mentioned flashbacks. What are we seeing, mate? What are we seeing oh, in those Wars, flashbacks? Mate. Clone Wars. You are? Eerie day. Clone Wars. People will die. <laughs> People <laughs> will. People will be dead in the street. <laughs> Order 66. Will we see some Order 66 action, oh. you reckon? <laughs> Uh, I think we'll see Order 66. I think that, that ties into Obi-Wan's uh, psyche and his mental state. I think we'll yeah. get a bit of 66. I think we'll get a bit of Clone Wars. Um, yeah. I hope we get some Dex's Diner, mate. Just for no reason. Oh. It's like a flashback of, De- of Obi-Wan having his din-dins in Dex's Diner. Will, will we get what, hey, mate, Maybe we'll get some Coruscant. <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah. What? Oh, oh mate. Exclusive. Again, I just have him in the background, mate. Hang on. What? Oh, is Hang here. On. I just, I just have him in, just... have him in the background. <laughs> That's all we need. I, He's I just heard. Here we go. I just heard. I just heard what you did. What? Oh. Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? Oh. You say what? He say oh. Yeah, mate. Just have Watto flying <laughs> in the background. Isn't it like, like, like Peli Motto in the Book of Boba Fett when we first saw her? Just have like Watto in the background as like fly past. How fit would that be? Um, we might yeah. see Coruscant <laughs> for the first time since Revenge of the Sith. Well, excluding the Rogue One in the background, Dude. we might see Coruscant, mate. Obviously, if there's any Order 66. But I think we're definitely seeing Obi-Wan and Anakin, again, in terms of how they were in Episode 3. That's going to be exciting. There's an awful... It's stuff like that. I don't want to get my hopes too high because that hasn't been... Well, that has been confirmed for all intents and purposes by Ewan McGregor. But if we don't get that, then I'm not going to be upset. I know a lot of people will really want to see Clone Wars flashbacks. I'm not quite so you know, desperate for them. But if, 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 if I had the chance, yeah, I want to see some of it, but I would like to see, I'd like to see Clone Wars or Revenge of the Sith flashbacks that we haven't seen. I don't want to see them. I don't want to see the same scenes that we've seen in the film. I'd like to see the two characters in a different situation on a different planet. Well, like you said, build up that lore. We've seen that Revenge of the Sith already. We've seen the Clone Wars. I don't need to see the same scene again. Just no. with the real life actors. That doesn't excite me. That don't impress me much. Dan oh, that doesn't Shan- excite me. Shania oh. Twain? We're going to call Twain? Sh- you don't- I, I love sessions. I love a bit of Shania Twain. Shania Twain. You love a bit of Twain. She's from yeah, Canada, Twain. isn't she, anyway? But she's, she's, uh, she's a Canadian queen, yeah. 
Uh, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Who went? Who uh, who did the kind of very country singer thing where they go pop for a little while and then go back uh, oh. earn their earn their riches and then go back to being country again? Oh, I love it though. Come on, you have a bit of twain, do you, mate? Um, but, uh, imagine yeah, no, O'Shea, O'Shea Jackson is just going to be playing a Twidarian. You know, <laughs> yeah, he's what? he's just going to uh, paint him blue. It's going to be what? causing yeah. issues. You want uh, Nubian now? You want some dev sticks? Uh, <laughs> you want some uh, fake buttons to push? <laughs> yeah. Oh, show you naughty boy! Uh, well, the no, show's going to look good. It's yeah. going to the show. The show's going to look handsome. Do, uh, Chung uh, Chung Hun Chung is coming as the director of photography. He did the wonderful Handmaiden last night at Soho. It so it's going to look good. Whether he handles those flashbacks, well, we'll see. Do you reckon there's going to be flashbacks, mate? What's going to be in it? I mean, imagine if um, it's just going to mirror Boba Fett and Obi-Wan's going to be like, oh, into the back to tank. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is, it's Obi in back to tanks. Well, uh, what Star Wars do, oh, it's, you know, it's portrait rhymes. So <laughs> yeah. for flashbacks, you know, back to tank is the way to go. If it opens up with a shot of a slow zoom onto a back to pod, <laughs> I'm oh. going to lose it. <laughs> well, oh, flaming heck, here we here go we again. Go. Here we go again. <laughs> yeah. When's the lizard going up the nose, Obi-Wan? Um, and it's just no, the Mandalorian man. season four. We're going to get flashbacks. We're going to get flashbacks. Hand, hands down. Hands down, we're going to get flashbacks. It's going to happen. I'm calling it right now. We know, we know the Hayden Christensen has said, or someone's come oh. out and said, I'm pretty sure it's Hayden, has said he's reprising both Vader and Anakin Skywalker, to, you know, very separate things. Someone who's been in this environment, you know, uh, rev- if anything, revising over the story of Star Wars and the prequels, the originals, the, the, the whole story arc of Anakin Skywalker as a character, Lenny? Obi-Wan as a character, Lenny, you know, he, he, you know, that is a big that is a big deal that is a conscious thing to say i'm returning as anakin skywalker and obi-wan Kano, um oh, darth vader why am i getting it mixed up you're getting know. that mixed up the death sticks mate excited been on coruscant been on coruscant <laughs> and i he's an excited boy it's a big deal mate there's a lot there, there there's a lot to be excited about how many episodes are in kenobi Six. do we know Six, six episodes. episodes word on the word on the grapevine is they're going to be long episodes though so we're looking at you know people are saying an hour you know but i reckon at, at 50 minutes maybe each so it's going to be feature length plus that's what wow. we're that's what the word on the street, again that's not confirmed but it's doing around that they're going to be you know closer to an hour in length each time so we're going to get a pretty meaty uh a pretty meaty session with kenobi and well i'm I'm, I'm excited, you know, just hearing who's involved. Like, like I mentioned, Chung Hun Chung is a very good cinematographer. So the show's going to look good. We, we've seen the concept art that was released many moons ago now. So, so it seems, uh, there was a picture that dropped recently, wasn't there? They were like, like, like toy art, wasn't it? Oh, the toy art, the toy art. <laughs> yeah. That got, that, that got me excited because that and that lines up my boy with what we were told by our source that lucasfilm and disney very much believe that this is the tentpole thing for star wars lucasfilm and one of the biggest disney things full stop or as our american cousins say period 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 in you know in pop culture this is going to be a big deal so it makes sense and a lot of the merch will be 
artistically represented by the Obi-Wan show. So we got some uh, leaked images of um, these toys. We got the, I think, lightsabers, yeah. Vader's lightsaber and Obi-Wan's lightsaber. It looks fantastic. Oh, it's it's great to see again. If anything, it kind of gives me, I don't know, like so, yeah. Clone, Clone Wars vibes? Yeah, I was thinking Clone Wars like prequels. Yeah, 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 yeah. Prequel stuff. It's something that I could imagine going into like Toys R Us in 2012 and seeing this. Yes. So like just around the time, like a little, a few years after the prequels, um, well, quite a few years, but during <laughs> the Clone Wars era, just before the Disney takeover, it, re- it reminds yep. me of that. They're going back to that. And, you know, I think Disney, Lucasfilm, all the guys, they're realizing they're waking up to this idea that the prequels are loved, adored, yep. and they have a cult following. There is a huge generation, a massive generation, that now has spending power, that now rents homes, owns homes, buys shopping, does stupid adult stuff that they want to spend their money on. They want they want escapism. Yes. and They want to remember the with- good times. They want to remember the good times. They grew up with Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi, and they want to dive back into that. They're tapping into that Matty boy. I hope we get loads of wicked, sweet, tasty, spicy merch for this release. Um, mate, I, I mean, I'm, I'm really excited. I, I looked at that and I was like, mate, it's happening. It's happening. Yeah, oh, but- it feels legit. But we've we've also had some other news recently. Oh god, man, dude, I, <laughs> mate, I, I, I ain't even I ain't even gonna try and explain yeah. what the new what the news is. John Williams himself has returned to write the signature theme for Obi Wan Kenobi. John Williams is coming back. How you like that? John Williams, he's back. The man, the myth, the legend, John Williams himself is coming back to compose the music for the Kenobi series. It's confirmed John Williams is doing the Kenobi theme. Obi-Wan is going to get his own theme by John Williams himself. John Williams is the guy who gave the personality to Star Wars. The return of John Williams to the world of Star Wars. The King has returned. John Williams returns to Star Wars universe with Obi-Wan Kenobi theme. Mate, I'm just so happy we got Stangroom on the show again. Yeah. <laughs> and Napzok was in there as well. Don't forget. And, and Ken, I heard, I heard our boy Ken. Oh. Oh, look, a couple of hunks on there, but they're, you know, people from across the pop culture sphere, how, how excited people are. John, oh. John Williams had his swan song in the Rise of Scott. They put him in the film. He's in the film. He's been working behind the bar. This is your, this is your goodbye. And Williams is like, now nah, well, I quite like leaving cakes. I'm coming back for another one. He's uh, John Williams is back to compose the theme for Obi-Wan Kenobi, similarly to how Ludwig Jaronson, uh composed the main theme, I think, for Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Uh, I think Obi- Obi-Wan, Obi-John Kenobi, John Williams. John Williams is coming back to do the main theme, similarly to how he gave Han Solo his theme in Solo, A Star Wars Story. But, it, mate, I, I, I don't care if John Williams is just in the room when someone else is scoring it. The fact that the maestro... <laughs> Is back. What John Williams has given to Star Wars, you don't need me to say, we did an episode about it, is, again, it's immeasurable. Just the idea, I thought The Rise of Skywalker was the last time I'd ever hear a John Williams composed theme for Star Wars. And that was what I was one of the most exciting things for me about that film was, you know, that, that score again. We got 
one more just do do just turn 90 odd he's the dude is you know he's earned his retirement but he's still going he's still scoring films and he's back for one last time around the sun in the galaxy mate i can't wait to hear what he does with the obi-wan thing but i'm just i'm just happy he's back bro even just for one more time i mean it it kind of makes sense that you know john williams was there for a new hope for star wars in 77 and he's here for obi-wan you know and again that tells me that this is very much connected to the original trilogy, to the prequel trilogy. This is a fine addition to the Skywalker saga. Mate. Um, whereas the Mandalorian, the Book of Boba Fett, and or a lot of our series, mate, they are they are kind of detached from that. They're they're inevitably ine- inevitably part of inevitable. inevitable. Um, they're part of the events of the Skywalker saga mm-hmm. because they are so, such a big deal. Part of the tapestry. But, yeah, but you know, Obi Wan, he he he's a main character in the soap opera. Links, yeah. yeah, yeah, and he it makes sense to bring linked. it makes sense to bring John Williams back because this show is part of that. It is part of that, and wh- I mean, like you said, mate. I I I I thought with Rise of Skywalker that was it, and to have him back, I'm excited, mate. I'm excited. It's just, it, I mean, when they announced it, you just kind of go, of course, of you, course. You want to talk about prestige. I mean, nothing against Mando or Book of Boba Fett. I love the music and those have been out of this world, but look, look at what they're doing. Look at what they're rolling out for Kenobi and, uh, and, and who they're rolling out. John Williams, you know, they're saying, you know, this is, this is Obi-Wan. You know him. Ewan's coming back. We're telling this story. Darth Vader's coming back, guys. Big deal. Blah, blah, blah. Also, we're going to have John Williams come back. I mean, how much you don't get any bigger than that. You know, they could, they could have let John enjoy his pina colada in the Caribbean, but they're like, no, come on, John, you want to come back? And he was like, yeah, for sure. Definitely. He's got unfinished business one last time. This is prestige film, you know, TV, a series now to have someone like John Williams involved. Cause they didn't have to get John Williams involved. Didn't have to, no. but they have done because this is how much they, this is, they've got about love, attention, care, passion. They're putting into this. They're getting joint. They're getting the biggest gun possible involved, mate, and that's that. For me, is like the getting, that is like the sprinkling of edible gold on top of it. They're getting the bazooka out for Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah they are whipping out the bazookas, mate. So, I mean, for me, that getting John Williams on was you know probably the icing on the top of the cake with a little cherry as well. So what we do know is that we know, so we know who's back. We know what the story's about. We know when it's coming out. We're getting ideas of who is playing who. We know everybody on set has had a great time. The trailer's going to blow our mind. We're going to be very satisfied. Obi-Wan is going to have a lightsaber. Darth Vader and Obi-Wan are going to fight. We know an awful lot about this show, mate. Obviously, well, we don't know if it's going to be any good, but I think we can probably, probably ascertain it's going to be all right, mate, don't you think? We haven't got long to wait, though, have we? Mate. If I had to describe in two words how good I think this show will be, to 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 put it beautifully and to put it just elegantly, you know, I I, I just have to simply say it. it Obi Wan Kenobi, this series on Disney Plus, will be just so good. So good. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ken Napsok, author of Why We Love Star Wars, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Oh, 
Oh, the sands of Tatooine give you a dry throat. And so does talking about the sands of Tatooine and Kenobi. So I need a drink. And thankfully, the Essex Falcon has pulled up here outside of our favourite dusty drinking hole, the Bantina. The only question that matters, Luke, is shall we? Ah, let's do it. Ah, Can I offer you a libation to celebrate the closing of our shared narrative? A libation. Can I persuade you to join us for a drink? Absolutely. Give me the spiciest drink you got. Pour me another Parkell and Sling. Where are you going, Master? For a drink? Yeah, boy. As we do each week, we sit down here with the greatest listeners in the galaxy. We have a couple of Kef beers, and we get your thoughts on our main discussion. And this week, we asked what is getting you hyped based on what we know so far of the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Yes, and we got some great opinions, questions, comments on social media all about this. And we're going to start with a friend of the podcast. He might be a Trekkie, but he's excited for Obi-Wan 2. Stu Jackson said, seeing how they weave a certain young legacy character into it. Oh, that's spicy. Uh, Foul Ziffer. Foul Ziffer? Foul Ziffer. Foul Ziffer. I, it's one of those where I see this name a lot in, in our social circles. So, Falchifer? Yeah, send us a send us a voicemail. <laughs> send us a voicemail or a clip on Instagram with the pronunciation. With your name in it. <laughs> yes, please. Um, Fal... Falchifer95 says... <laughs> I'm Foul excited. Said. I'm excited, but I'm also tempering my expectations. Yeah, fair, fair enough. Deuce. Ryder K said, Sing you and again is enough for me. And the infamous Matilda Backland, all the way from Svaria, Sweden, sent us this voice message. Let's hear it. Hello there, Star Wars sessioners. This is Matilda Backland from Sweden. What about the hype for the Kenobi show? Will they live up to it? I actually doubt it. It may come across as cynical, but I believe people have very set expectations on what we'll get. And I think that we'll get something pretty different. And so, as a result, I believe a lot of people will be very disappointed For my own part, I'll be happy about whatever we'll get, as long as the story is well told. Simple as that. Have a good week, everyone. Bye. Yeah, I think that's... Keeping it level, keeping it balanced. Keeping it balanced, keeping it balanced, guys, you know... I think, like I said, this has the potential to be a huge deal, a very big deal, but you know, let's just take it a day at a time. Let's see what happens. Let's see what they go with it. Because for a lot of people, Matty Boy, let's not forget that this mm-hmm. series, a lot of people were asking, what what, what, what can the story be about? Like, what, what's, yeah. the, what's the point of this show? You know, yeah. I think there's a lot of room. There's a lot of potential for a story like this. But there's that too. So I think Matilda is, uh, is bang on the money with that one. What a surprise, eh? Oh, Tilly B coming in with the fire beats. Um, yeah, and a lot of people have been wanting this show for years, so there comes the expectation that we've all built in our heads, what are we going to get? Um, 
let's yeah let's hope it's great but Matilda is spot on it's all about that storytelling they've got to get the story right I don't care about the action and the fights if the story isn't good enough for me mate so uh, thank you for that the Queen of Sweden uh, we're going to go down under for this one the lads from the Fly on the Wall podcast said for me it's two things it's Obi-Wan Kenobi and it's Ewan McGregor spot on uh, and our boy Eve Evangel said we know too much I'm hyped for what I don't know and it doesn't seem to be a lot I feel like I almost have read the script. Knowing who appears in which episode and all that can't be good. It's hard to avoid these news slash leaks these days. It's really escalated. Please surprise me. Um, Evie boy, you're not wrong. There, There is that kind of... We live in that culture now where it is fast food culture. People want things and they want it now. We, you know, there are there are stories out there about which episode Darth Vader is going to debut in, uh, and who who might be in, what the story might involve, who, these legacy characters who may be coming back. So, it is getting harder and harder now to avoid any kind of you know news, rumors, speculations, and who knows if any of them are true. Some probably are, but I know what you mean, mate. That the the need to be surprised should always be there, and um, I hope there's still many surprises there, mate. Yeah, I hope that too. I hope that too. I was thinking about that the other day in terms of like leaks and stuff. I do try to distance myself from them and I try to go in with, because also leaks can be more damaging. You know, even mm-hmm. when you know more, you build, you can't help. It's natural. You, you build ideas and concepts in your head. And when they don't come to fruition, you get disappointed naturally. Of course. Yeah. So sometimes it really is. It's healthy. What I'd say, Eve, it's it, try your best. Although it's really hard for us to do this, including myself, try yeah. to just distance yourself from those leaks and and just don't. If if you feel like this, if you don't feel great about it, don't look at it. Don't look at the leaks. Try to try to ignore them. Stay away from them. Stay and look at what comes out officially from from mm-hmm. Kenobi from Star Wars. And if you want to, if you want to, because it's I mean, it's the temptations there, right? The forbidden fruit is there for <laughs> yeah, for yeah. us to snack on. The Kenobi feast is there, um, but no, I, I it's it's worth just thinking about that. I think there's a lot of room for some surprises. And for a grand story to be told, especially these episodes, mate, six episodes of 50 minutes, an hour-ish, that's a lot of content. That's a lot of content yeah. of a dude on a sand planet, right? So yeah. there's that. Um, we also dropped polls on Instagram and Twitter asking whether Obi-Wan Kenobi will live up to the hype. Matty boy, on Instagram, on Instagram, 90% said yes. It will live up to Ooh. hype, to the hype. Only 10% said no. But on Twitter, it's a bit different. On Twitter, 75% said yes and 25% mm. no. That's different, isn't it? That's different. I mean, we know those yeah. platform, those social platforms are different anyway. You know, it attracts different types of characters. Full stop. Yes, interesting. say that. Yeah, I think, how do you want to break that down? 80% maybe overall were, I reckon it's going to live up to the hype, and 20% maybe not. So, again, those, those hype levels vary. Hype, living up to the hype doesn't necessarily mean fever pitch. It might just mean somebody's hype might simply be, I hope it's good. So, so there, there's that as well. But, uh, yeah, thank you very much, everybody, for sending in your contributions on our social channels, sending in your voice messages. If we didn't get around to featuring you on this week's edition of The Band Tina, don't be disheartened, please. Please do continue to contribute, and we'll do everything we can to get you on a future edition of The Ban Tina. Best 
For extra content, go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. You know it's going to be so good. Best podcast. Best podcast. That's right. It's the spiciest part of the... Uh, it's the patron question section and to start us off is our boy Stephen bell who asks this hi guys um after listening to podcast 139 where you discuss the kylo and red ray ren kylo and ray dyad and the possibility of stories about the other dyads i had an idea that there may that there was a potential dyad between luke and leia maybe their separation at birth meant Hmm. that this didn't develop as it could have done what are your thoughts on this what a spicy question there steven uh i think you asked this earlier on i I think a a, a wee while back when matty boy and i were um elsewhere i was in on the mend (laughs) we were both on the mend but yeah we're 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 asking we're answering it now because it is just that spicy matty boy what are you saying mate this is a crazy good question Mate, this is dirtier than a scuffle on Mimban, this question is. Uh, yeah, apologies for not getting your, your question sooner, Stevie boy, but it is a great question. And Luke and Leia as a dyad, that w- do you know what? That would be awesome. And that, and it wouldn't step on the toes of what was established in the Rise of Skywalker. That revelation would still be intact. Why? Because Ray and Kylo, that's a dyad, you know, that, that, that was the first dyad that was discovered in generations. You know, the in Palpatine, it's like, oh, this hasn't been seen in generations. Yeah, it hadn't been found. Doesn't mean there hadn't been any out there. So it's entirely possible that Luke and Leia could have had a dyad, been a dyad. You know, mm. they, they, it's been shown mm. in The Empire Strikes Back and The Last Jedi that they can commune over long distances. They can have that little force Skype as well. You know, Rey and Kylo certainly could do that. So if they were to uh, introduce it, I think it may be a bit late to introduce it now, but they can do then I don't think it would be a bad thing because it, and it wouldn't ruin the established law that the film set up because Palpatine said you know this hasn't been seen in generations it doesn't mean that there isn't any more out there do you know what I mean just because you don't know about it doesn't mean it ain't there mate uh, you know somehow Palpatine returned well somehow there was another dyad mate how about that um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah I th- it's, a, it's, a, it's a potential you know they, they were both born of born of Vader so you know th- there's there's a potential I mean how how they define a dyad going forward you know they say you know one was a grandfather granddaughter of palps granddaughter of vader and that's a bit of a that's, that, 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 i understand why that's a reason for the dyad, but that shouldn't be the only reason oh you know you come from a sith lord and you come from um another sith lord bit cackle you know give us some more leeway on that but it's, i can certainly see it being a potential mate and i wouldn't be disappointed if they said that was the case it would if anything it would only um solidify their bonds but what about you could it happen would you like it i mean for me may boy it's there's the quote from the rise of sky skywalker right the life force of your bond a dyad in the force a power like life itself yes. unseen for generations and now the power yeah. of two restores the one true emperor um for me that tells us that this is the only one this is the only dyad that we've seen mm-hmm. Um, and plus, with Luke and Leia, I, I, how they sense each other, um, I, particularly when you think of the end of Empire Strikes Back and parts of Return of the Jedi, 
you see other Jedi using this power throughout Star Wars. You see them sense each other. You can, for example, Yoda senses Order 66 happening, right? He feels the destruction. He feels the death of his the brothers order. and sisters in the Force of the Order, yeah. And for me, it's not a dyad. For me, it is a brother and sister. Um, and it, I mean, there's a connection there anyway, right? There's connections between siblings anyway. That that that's well studied in our world, and I'm sure it's the same in Star Wars. Um, and they're both they're both force sensitive. The dyad is especially unique, and I think the way I personally look at the dyad is that with with the sequel trilogy, Palpatine and Snoke. Palpatine did return somehow, and somehow, <laughs> he, uh, somehow, yeah. Uh, but un- yeah. unnaturally, it was unnatural. Yes. Natural, and I, I love that, and I think we're going to learn lots uh, uh, more about that. Um, and I think the, because something so unnatural had happened, the Force created the dyad for Ray and Ben between Ray and Ben to balance this unnatural act out to 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 basically give humanity and the jedi and the force users a way out like a clause to get rid of this Mm -hmm. unnatural act of palpatine's return and so that's why i'm probably going to say with 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 in the original trilogy it's not quite like that right palpatine is just living his life his first life and so in in short no, I don't think Luke and Leia had a dyad. I do think we're going to see more dyads in the future. Probably in Old Republic content. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah Old Republic or in the future. Episode 44, Star Wars Sessions, uh, Force Bliad was the Bly pun. I was just checking. That was uh, episode oh, 44. There's Rosa Skywalker spoiler talk, so it's already been there, done that. Uh, rest in peace to Bly puns. But no, good shout, mate. That is a high, that's a good shout. So my, one of us thinks it could happen, one of us isn't so sure. That's the beauty of the sessions. We march on. So, uh, Stephen, we'd love to know what you think, and everybody else out there. Could there have been a dyad between Luke and Leia? Was it, was it a dyad, or was it just a sibling relationship? But uh, Let us know what you think. So thank you very much for that, Stephen. Our boy. Uh, speaking about our boy, Jimmy Adams, the tank. Well... All the way from the United States, he sent us this quite filthy voice message. Hey, Matt and Luke. It's Jimmy from Kansas. And my February question is inspired by the youngest member of the Session Sickheads at Grand Admiral Sean's newest Padawan. Let's think in, fellas. You two have created such an amazing community that a guy from Kansas is wishing Big Brother Sean of England congrats on a new addition to his Jedi Council. You guys have really brought the galaxy together. Well done, gentlemen, and congrats, Sean. Here's my question. You two are either parents or the coolest uncles of your families, I'm sure of it. What lesson from Star Wars or the Jedi will be the first thing you teach a youngling in your care? Thanks, fellas, and congrats again, Sean. Jimmy, mate. You naughty boy. Uh, Jimmy went to my brother and asked if he was was allowed to uh, put the news out on the show. So, by the way, congratulations to my brother and his missus for the the birth of the beautiful daughter and and my niece. Uh, Always some good news in the family, eh, sir? But, um, yeah. So, Lukey boy, the question 
from Jimmy. Lovely question. You know, what lesson from Star Wars and the Jedi would be the first thing that you would teach a youngling in your care? It's a great one. It's a great, great question here from Jimmy. And congrats again to uh, Sean and your family, mate, for the new Padawan. He's um, a beauty. You know, you know, for me, Matty boy, I can't help but think of The Last Jedi, Yoda and Luke. And Yoda is saying, Skywalker, stop looking at the horizon. You're always looking in the far distance, always yeah. the future. And I even say this to my missus sometimes, man. I'm like, what, you know, enjoy <laughs> the, as well. Yeah, be, enjoy the present. Be in the moment. Yeah. Enjoy the day. You know, don't always, you know, planning's important. Being organized is important. But enjoy who's in front of you. Enjoy the family you have around you. Enjoy the people that are in your life at the moment. Because, you know, you never know. I don't want to be too morbid, but I know what it's like. You know, you never know when something bad could happen. We know that, mate, boy. You know, even with each other, you know, people get ill all the time. Some people don't always feel themselves and 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 you need to be there for each other and to do that truly you need to try and live in the day you know and and that includes not being on your phone all the time <laughs> you know my yeah. pet peeve yeah. <laughs> my, my my pet peeve is going to a social event and like you've got a person there and they're on the phone the whole time it's like why are you the here? whole time why are you here you're retaining relationships virtually but you're you're you're, you're at, at the cost of a relationship in the in the present. You know the mm-hmm. people you are with physically right then and there. I don't get it. I don't get it. But it's easy to fall victim to that kind of thing. That's what I would say. And also, of course, later on in that conversation, um, you know, we are what they grow beyond. You know, particularly when you speak of children and and handing things down a generation, teaching your children better, do better be better be kinder these are all very valuable lessons and i i I think there's something beautiful about that what about you matty boy no 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 well said my friend all all of all of the above it's you're right you know live in the moment Uh, quite gone said it as well you know your focus determines your reality well so patience and respect it's what, it's certainly what I teach my daughter as well. Um, she's allowed to be a kid. That's the fun part of being a kid is watching them have fun, but you've got to have respect as well. You know, you've got to, you've got to be kind to others and, you know, you want to hope people will extend that, uh, back to you. And if not, then we deal with that in, you know, as it comes. That's a lesson in life that maybe, maybe not everyone will hold those values and, you know, more for them. But respect and patience is how what I've been teaching is, you know, you don't always get what you want when you say you want it or when you think it's mm-hmm. going to come uh, you mm-hmm. need to learn that restraint uh, and then you know when whatever it may be happens it's all the better for it the respect for yourself and for other people as well it is that old adage of treat others as you would want to be treated because like you said and like Yoda said and the, the quote that makes me ball every time is you know we are what they grow beyond I have images of me in, when I'm 60 years old which is still a while away you know and my little one's going to be ah, about 30 Woo. And kind of looking, thinking, what a fine, you know, she's already, she's already the, you know, my best power, the best, my, the princess in my eyes and the number one, you know, she's only going to get better. She's only going to get uh, stronger and all those great words as she gets older. And she will surpass everything I've taught her and she will be a better person I'll ever be. 
but that's also but to, but to get there you know that teaching starts from above which at the minute is me and, and a mother as well so you, you have to imbue these things upon the youngsters and if not you know then you are lost as obi-wan said <laughs> that's it can easily happen and yeah <laughs> patience respect and everything lukey boy said as well was everything i will be passing down and you know i just certainly hope it uh, it gets absorbed and um and when she is when i am what she grows beyond it will be a celebration mate yes yes well said mate very 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 well said um thank you so much for sending that in jimmy you absolute tank and thanks again for the comments on the community i just want to shout out our discord server which is really active if you want to join it it's like a big group chat uh if you want to join it send us a message email something like that and we can add you to it it's great fun we have some lovely lovely folk on there uh up next commander taylor uh asks this if you if you could literally have any star wars actor or actress over for a small dinner party in your current home who would it be and what would you feed them and same question but which Star Wars character, if they really existed, would you have over for a dinner party? And would you put out extra credits to rent a translator if needed? <laughs> I think if I had backer over, all my pets would be terrified. May the force be with you, Commander Taylor from Canada. What are you saying, mate, boy? Hmm. Nice one, Commander. Again, thank you for your kind comments and of our social posts, especially very active, active on Facebook. Thank you very much for that. Me, uh... <sighs> <laughs> which star wars actress would i have over for a dinner party <laughs> i've no idea mate it'd be the english rose wouldn't it i would have the finest food shipped in i'd go to the renato viola in salerno italy i'd get the i'd get the louis the 13th pizza it's almost 10 grand worth of pizza it's got muffin mozzarella de buffalo lobster caviar all in from all over the world you get a remy martin cognac bit of that next to it mate i'm splashing the cash for that and uh, in terms, and then I'd uh, go to Sri Lanka, and I'd have the fortress still indulge fisherman indulgements, fourteen thousand five hundred dollars worth of desserts, which is basically posh cream and mango compote with a champagne sabion. All very posh sounding. I'd get that for the English rose because it's all that she deserves, and she'd like it. I'm pretty sure she would. And the conversation would be great. Uh, but to shake it up though, for the character. I'd invite Din Djarin over the Mando because <laughs> after splashing out all the cash on the English Rose, Din Djarin doesn't really seem to eat or drink much other than broth. <laughs> so, so it'd be quite cheap. So I'd, and I'd ask him, basically, how do, how do I be as cool as you? You know, can you teach me, you know, teach me your mannerisms, the stance, the walk? What does Baby Yoda smell like? I think it could be quite a fun little conversation. And I think I reckon Din Djarin would rather kick back with a couple of Bud Lights or something rather than actually eat. So I think it could be quite fun. But um, Daisy and Din for me, mate. Uh, what about you, sir? Well, it's a bit of a tough one. Um, and we did get we did get the come dine with me question recently, which is a British TV <laughs> show about having people around. Shane, this is similar. But we're, we're going to we're going to who who asked it? Shane. I think it was Shane. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Well, Commander Taylor, I'm going to switch it up a little bit for you. Actor, um, I'm going to have Adam Driver. Mostly oh. because he's awkward. He's a, he's a beautiful beefcake, but he's awkward. Um, you have to get that food because he always wants more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah oh, exactly. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to mix it up a little bit. Yeah, I'm going to have um, 
Adam Driver, I'm going to have Hayden Christensen, and I'm going to have Harrison Ford, the beautiful men of Star Wars. Uh, I'll throw in Ewan McGregor as well. Um, and it's going to be my flat. Yeah, t- oh, I mean, there's loads. Come on. It's going to be Come like on. a small dinner party, really. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be at my home. Uh, and my missus and I, we're going to do, we're going to do, we're going to do some, some classics. We're going to do some Caribbean classics. Uh, oh, jerk chicken, oh. jerk chicken, rice and peas, curry goat, do some <sighs> dumplings, you know, and, I, I don't know. There's a good chance that I'll, I'll be like, look, have you ever had uh, Caribbean food? I know Harrison Ford or what, you know, he probably tried it, you know, when in his it. times in London or something. Uh, I think I tried that one time. I had some of this yam before. It was okay. It was okay. Uh, <laughs> when do we get out of here? Uh, same question. <laughs> and with Star Wars characters, um, right. I know I said Ponder Baba last time, but let's go with... Um, we've got some people. We've got some kind of miserable people, too. You know, I say it in jest. Kind of mm-hmm. not. Kind of true. Um, Harrison Ford's going to be there. So let's get some opposites. Let's get Jar Jar in. Let's get oh, Boss Nass. Let's get Dex. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Let's get Bib Fortuna. Big Bib. <laughs> Big Bib. He's going to be yeah. there. Like, <laughs> Post-episode six, like, Bib. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and would I put out the extra credits to rent a translator? No, I wouldn't. Oh, I ain't putting any more money I out. I wouldn't. No. no, no. Boring. Let's, let's my try. House, my rules. <laughs> yeah, let's try and get through this, you know, with hand signals and a bit of booze. Live, laugh, love and all that, but bring your own translator. <laughs> yeah. 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 There we go. So there we go. That's that's what I'd say, Commander Taylor. It's going to be a uh, a, a Caribbean fill fest. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to taste great. great. Hey, do you remember that? Do you remember that advert? Vaguely, you remember that advert. It, it didn't sound as good as that. I don't think. It's not the uh, flaming cheese string advert, is it? They're going to okay. taste great. They're going to taste know, great. But I wanted want to research right. that in the background. They're going to taste great, kid. I've put Frosties. Frosties. There we go. Oh, yeah, that was great. That was Frosties. That's the actually classic. Tone of the Tiger. Now there's none of this new stuff. Fun fact, there was a kid in my school, in my senior school, and he was in the cheese string advert. (laughs) I forgot (laughs) what his name is. Cheesy looking kids. No pun intended, but... Cheese string kid. G-string kid who knows Star Wars Sessions co-host Luke Bly. I'm going to try and um, and Google who that was. I've Get just typed on. in cheat. I've typed in G-string kid and it comes up with a kid. <laughs> oh no! It's come, oh. it's come up with an absolute legend who used who was in you know you get like magazines and brochures for schools like senior schools or like (laughs) universities and college he's used a pen yeah to write stuff down in it and the photographer's caption really well he's using a cheese string as a pen (laughs) look at his face he loves what he's doing he knows exactly what what he's doing what an absolute legend find out who this lad is that you went to school with who was a cheese string kid get him on the journal of Luke Blywalker get him on the Patreon show and drill into him and find out what's going on with this how we've got some synergy between Star Wars here I think he was like a few years below us 
but yeah he was in the advert it was a really it was really surreal like walking like past this kid in the corridor it's like oh, i just saw him on tv other cheese-based stringy foods are available for kids no. and, and adults alike check them out but yeah get them on the journal but well that's who we'd have around for a little cheeky dindins uh, in our house taylor we'd love to hear your thoughts on that as well obviously not chewy though and finally wrapping up the february 2022 batch of patreon questions you've heard his name before he's a boy he's big big boy bell let's hear what his question is hi man luke big boy bell here with my february patreon question pretty simple one pitch me a star wars sitcom the more ridiculous the better out of interest mine would be um a gungan version of dad's army set during the clone wars all right cheers guys look forward to hearing your answers <laughs> oh that's <laughs> a ch- mate a wacky sitcom a sitcom so big boy bill has gone for uh, a gungan version of dad's army which is a very popular uh, old school british comedy in the united kingdom about a bumbling bunch of geriatrics uh, in the on the front line of the war um lukey boy star wars sitcom what are you gonna say um i'm gonna go for the star wars rebels crew um <laughs> and they're gonna be stuck on a planet and it goes from there it's gonna be akin to futurama um and ezra it's it's, it's like you know there's uh what is it rebel season two and rebel season three like ezra like has a growth spurt in between those seasons (laughs) it's set set between them and apparently not a lot happens i know ezra gets buff shaves his head as a different lightsaber yeah does all that but why does he do that well there's a story behind it and it's funnier than you think (laughs) (laughs) um and it's mostly set in in the um I don't, not the razor crest the ghost the ghost mostly mostly set in the ghost and they're going planet to planet and the joke is chopper keeps going missing oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, turns out chopper has a serious alcohol dependency <laughs> <laughs> loves an oil yeah and canaan like gets big for buff big or yeah he gets he gets really buff big like hits the gym hard but the joke is that he's not spending enough time with with um hera hera so there's a bit of tension there but will they you know they split up and kanan gets like a new girl girlfriend a new gf yeah 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 big time big time no can't have it yeah yeah but then by the end they come back together it's like ross and rachel from friends <laughs> everything is up, Ross he, and Rachel he doesn't go to the spaceport he's at the door at the end spoilers yeah. for friends even I've seen heard of that yeah yes yeah, it's, it's um it's a marvellous occasion but that's what I'm hmm. saying what are you saying mate boy oh mate I don't know how I'm going to do that but um I'd have it centred around uh the clones they'd all be retired so the clones have been uh decommissioned uh, and of course, you know what the clones were bred for one thing: war. They're very good at fighting. So, how do our hapless, unskilled heroes keep themselves afloat in the new era? This is post six, order sixty six. They've got with no transferable skills other than fighting. The clones must adapt to 
mundane tasks such as sanitation, clerical work, and maybe some baking as well. So how do these clones who are battle-hardened suddenly how, how suddenly fit in, you know, working behind a desk, a bit like that geezer in the Book of Boba Fett, the mayor's receptionist? You know, how, how do they how do they handle having to work with that? Working a nine to five in the office, you know, uh, stacking shelves in the galactic grocery store. That's how I'd have it, and you know, and then they all and they all live together again, a bit like friends. They all live together in a little condo somewhere on Coruscant in the lower levels. So, after a hard day's work, being hapless in their jobs, whilst they're getting whilst they're getting uh, bullied by kind of middle management who's a lot younger than they are, maybe like a, a roadie or something, they all come together. But of course, nothing's nothing's gonna nothing's gonna work. Maybe I know the kettle doesn't work, or one of them goes to have a bath and you know, the shower runs and it's boiling hot or something. Um, but basically, it's gonna be a bunch of hapless clones after sixty six having to try and readjust, but in hilarious circumstances because they're gonna be um, fitted. There's always a bigger fish. They're gonna be fish out of water, mate. So that's what I'm gonna do. Mm. I like it. I really like it. Yeah, I'd the... watch that. I'd watch that. Every I'd day. watch yours. I'd watch Thanks, yours mate. too, mate. And that, maybe that stuff, can, shall we? Maybe that can be part of the 10 Star Wars shows, specifically 10 Star Wars shows that Disney ordered from Lucasfilm. <laughs> yeah. Well, Rangers has already gone, so they're down to nine, so they need one more. Uh, yeah. Who knows what Lando's else is going to get the chop. Happen, so, <laughs> yeah, Lando you know. probably won't happen. So we've got the hapless clones, and we've got, and we've got the, uh, the, the hijinks of the, Rebel, the ghost crew in between seasons two and three rebels so lucasfilm we're, we're giving you this not for free but we're giving it to you anyway so yeah we we come cheap enough yeah just give us, give us a, a call holiday. and um like i said earlier you know get us on that galactic star cruiser and we can <laughs> we can chat and we i want to be there. in the background of my own show as well i want to i want to be in canon as well so i can then say to luke canon counts because we're in it um but that's yeah. going to be our patreon questions for this month uh, we're going to have a whole new batch on our next episode as we fire ourselves into March thank you to everyone who gave us a question this week we'd love to know everybody's answers as well so all the questions we asked everyone listening we'd love to hear your answers to that as well however that is that then for this stint in the Bantina Barman sorry about the mess but we are going to be back here again causing a lot of trouble here in the Bantina It's the Star Wars Sessions Game! Game! That's right. (laughs) Every week we end the show with a cheeky spicy game, and this week it is my turn to host. Matty Boy, are you ready for the ready. Of course I'm ready to be covered in filth. Of course, look, we're, we're kicking it old school, mate boy. We are kicking it old school, and we're doing a classic here at the sessions. We are playing your favourite, mate boy. Everyone's favourite. Twenty questions. Oh, I'm are, so bad at this. Are, are you ready, mate? <laughs> yes, are I got you the ready? Last one in about ten, so let's do it. You can do it. You can do it. All right. It's... Okay. Let's go. Let, let, let's kick this off. Matty boy. First question. Go. Who am I? Let's do it. Uh, are you in any of the films? Yes. Okay. Right. Good. Um, are you in any of the series? Streaming series? No. Are you in any oh. of the animated series? No, I'm not. Oh. No, animated I don't. Animated series? I don't think so. 
Oh, no. I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay, so it's primarily films. Uh, are you a, 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 a species other than human? Yes. Okay, so you're an alien of some sort. Yeah. Um, or or are you are you a droid? No. Okay, so it's definitely an alien. Um, you are an alien in the films. Um, oh, no. Um, are you in from the original trilogy? No. Oh, what a waste of a question. Prequel trilogy? <laughs> yes. Okay. Is that the only trilogy you're part of? Yes. Are you blue? <laughs> no, I'm not blue. Oh, Double D, double die. So you're a prequel trilogy alien who's only in the films. Uh, are you in all three of the films, prequel films? Am I in all three? I'm not. I'm not in all three. Good question. Um, I like that. That's a good question. Good question. It's You're halfway through. It, it could be any of the three, though. It is. Uh, are you a prominent figure in the film that you're in? I, I'd say. I'd say so. Decent screen time. Okay. Um, yep. Uh, are you a he who's a she who's actually a changeling? Very good, but no. Oh. Oh, wow. I love. I like the question. I like the enthusiasm. No, but no. Oh, so it's so only no, good when it counts. No, no. Okay, right. So you're not Zam Wesley. Let's go. Uh, um, oh no. Uh, would you? Are they classed as a, a protagonist? As like as a goodie? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> uh, would they be a goodie? Or that? Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> we're we getting a rumor. this quick game for, 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 for the remix um, <laughs> that what was the last question me. that was like um, full on that was my full on ADHD <laughs> that kind of came out of nowhere that did but, uh, yeah. but the question was is this character a goodie would they be would they, are they a good character I, I, I wouldn't consider them a goodie no oh, oh no I'm really running out of questions now uh, oh um ah, e, ah, oh, uh, are they you're on, um you're on in 13. attack of the clones yes they're in attack of the clones do they fly yes they fly they fly now they fly now um right so those geezers on geonosis fly i know that is it oh is it is it poggle the lesser is it who poggle the no. lesser that, oh no oh Nah, oh, that's really, really nah. clever then. So it's, so it's not this. There's a flying species who isn't Watto, who isn't Poggle the Lesser. Um, who said it? When, when did you say Watto? Well, I asked if he's blue. <laughs> Watto's not blue. What colour's Watto? Well, <laughs> you've got you've got me doubting myself now. Watto, well, is <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah, he's blue. Well. Yeah, no, he's he very much of, blue. blue. Yeah. <laughs> is it Watto? Full on party going on on the video here, but <laughs> oh no, he is blue. Yeah, he is. I is it Watto? He, I suppose he's he's two thirds blue. <laughs> yeah, he's a blue. Yeah. I'd call is him it, blue if I saw him. Um, 
Yeah, it's what I. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, boy. Oh, oh, oh. How many questions is that then? Like sixteen? Oh, flaming egg! I don't know. After after, <laughs> yeah, it was sixteen. It was sixteen. Yeah, I think my seventeen number. with the last question. But I think oh. at that at that, I I, I I mean, it doesn't really count. This whole thing was a waste of time, basically. But yeah, there we go. Well no. done, mate. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that was like a third question. <laughs> You know what? I just thought of like a Twi'lek or something. I'm like, is it blue? No, not blue. I, in my oh, head, I, I was like, oh, brown. Mithril geezer. Yeah, I suppose he's, he's, a, he's a bit dirty, isn't he? But uh, in most sense, he's a filthy looking thing. But uh, what's up? Work on me, only money. Only money. Only money. Only money. <laughs> Andy, Andy Seeker, what a king with that voice. He's given us hours of pleasure. And he's blue. He's blue. So I'm taking the W there for our blue flying um, porky boy. I have Watson. to I have to um, apologise, officially apologise on the mess up there, guys. Thanks. But I, I, we got there in the end. I, I still, we're not all I Matt not Hudson. Got the answer? <laughs> yeah. we're not all, had I not we're got not all... the answer, I would have flamed yeah. you. Yeah, we're not all Hat Madsons, are we? So Is it Buke lies? Uh, no, yeah. we can't all be this this guy who knows the colour of a Toydarian, but um, that's it, mate. I'm going to take the W on that one, and hopefully I can try and stitch you up next week as well, on next week's game. But that will do, then, for this week, mate. What are we? Episode 151. Yeah, we're on the way to 200 now, mate. On the Unbelievable. We'll be there before you know it. It's uh, February 2023. I worked it out. Yeah, I did. However, that is that then for this episode of Star Wars Sessions. But the fun, it doesn't end there. No one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us, Master Blywalker? They can find us at starwarsessions.co.uk. Search for us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, and we will be there. Uh, feel free to drop us a voice note or a message. We love voice notes, and we love a cheeky message to hello there at starwarsessions.co. Dot UK. Yes, sir. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Amazon, Audible, Stitcher, TuneIn, everywhere in the galaxy you can find a podcast, you will find us there. And if you love our show, please consider leaving us a five-star rating or review on your podcast provider of choice, which now includes Spotify. Five stars helps the show grow, it introduces new listeners, and it's another way for us to hear from more of you each and every week. Yes, and please tell us Ah, no, not please tell us. I've ruined that Uh, outro. Should we keep uh, going? Should we keep going? We'll keep going. We'll keep going. We love it. We love the podcast reviews, by the way, guys. That that, that makes our little hearts rejoice every time we get one of those bad boys. So keep keep them coming. (laughs) Please tell us. Uh, Please tell all your (laughs) Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum. Tell your dad. Tell your mates. Tell your cats. Tell your Ewok. Tell your nearest human being about our new Patreon jingle because it really oh, is that good. Tell your cousin, the more the merrier. Their castle's spicier. I hear that. You know who you, who you can also tell? Tell that to Country Club. Tell them as well. <laughs> tell them that this is the podcast you're looking for. So until next time from me, see ya. And from Luke. <laughs> May the force be with you always. <laughs> Luke. Luke. Uh, uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Watto with extreme indigestion. I'm <laughs> 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 blue. They are Essex-based podcast heroes. Good job. Tell that to Country Club. <laughs>